So my question to you is, I know Instagram isn't the end game. What is the end game? Or not even the end game. What's the next chapter for Gwen? So the next chapter is, I was thinking about doing a brick and mortar, but with the way of the world right now, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm unsure about that right now. Mm. Um, so I'm just going to continue to utilize all the social media platforms and um, go up to doing um, pop-up shops when the world, you know, gets a lot, a little bit more safer. Mm. Um, and uh, I was actually talking to my mentor about this. He, he told me to dream big. And I kind of love it myself. I'm not going to lie. I'm more of a short-term person than I am a long-term person. Because with short, I'm like, okay, that's attainable. I can reach that in a couple of months or, or you know, what have you. But when you think, when you think about, like, far in advance, that's where things start to kind of like malfunction because I'm mm. like, I can't, I can't think that far. Mm -hmm. So he pushed me to think that far. And he was like, what do you want for your business? I was like, ultimately, if I can have a storefront in my home country, that would be amazing. Mm. Um, because Liberia is a coastal country, we, we um, border, I forgot which ocean. I'm so sorry. I forgot which ocean, <laughs> but we bordered the ocean. And so if I can have a storefront that's like, you know, has the whole, that's in my mom's town because she was born near the ocean, Bikana, mm. Liberia. Mm. So that would be everything for me. And I can hire Liberians and mm. hire, hire like natives and, and, and just build from there and then provide like economic support for people back home. That would be, that would be everything for me. Mm. So, yeah. Yes. Thank you. And I saw how your voice changed when you said that. Because it's real and it's true. You know you need a vision board for that, right? Yeah, big facts. Exactly. Definitely. Making sure you yeah, know. Yeah, I know this. Yeah, true. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I was I was gonna get into that. Thank you. Thank you, sir, for that for that timely transition. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so for me, I wrote three rules for the remainder of 2020 into 2021. So three rules I want to have for myself as I move into this next chapter. Mm -hmm. Um number one is understanding that the future is online. Um, that's one thing that I don't think I really accepted until the Rona hit, mm -hmm. is that that is the future. Like we're creating these websites to become the new marketplace. Um, and I think that's where I wanna go. So I really have to figure out how I can bring soul poetry and how I can bring this soul excavation process to people online. Oh, I can um, definitely help with that. Thank you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes, that is key. Virtual events. And then number two um, is knowing that being more of an introvert will allow me to rule the world. So not only taking more time to rest, definitely. I think, yes. And that's the thing too. I think spiritual people, we're always busy. We're not paid enough. We're doing all of these stuff, all of this stuff and all of these things, but we need more rest. And I need to consider rest also as a spiritual practice. Mm -hmm. That's a thing. And I think you do too. You'd be working hard. How much but, sleep do you get? But I also be resting too. Okay, that's good. I, I'm starting to, this year has forced, <laughs> forced <laughs> me 
to be like, okay, dag, uh, maybe, maybe I do need to take some time for mm-hmm. myself because yes. before then, so I'm I'm more gentle with myself now. Self care, mm-hmm. definitely. Self care, mm-hmm. and number three is, I'm grown. I'm black yes. and I'm beautiful. Yes. I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. Period. Period. With a T. Yes. <laughs> yes. So that's the thing is, it's going into this new year with unfuckable energy. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to be moved from my greatness and my ability to get what I want. That's it. That's all. That's it. And my thing is, mm. it's not about being a household name. It's about writing work that I'm proud of. Mm-hmm. And also, I want to make money. Yeah, and yeah. Yes, I can't do that Sustain. getting out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Books for free. And that's a great thing for the community and something that will always be at the foundation of my endeavors. But now I'm ready to get paid what I'm worth. Mm-hmm. And now I'm ready to work smarter instead of harder. Mm-hmm. Now I'm ready to travel when I want to. And also, I want to own land. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So that's the thing. Yes. I'm working towards that. Yes. Own lane at this place. Yeah. Manifesting. Got you. Got you. That's Colorado. People who were thinking. uh, (laughs) Wondering. Because you're not here in person. Sorry about that. Um, But yeah. This this time has been a process. So another question. What's up? Who was Gwen before COVID? Who was Gwen during? And who will she be after? Before COVID? Mm -hmm. Gwen was stressed. Mm. (laughs) Uh-huh. Yo, stressed. Mm. There's a lot. Um, during COVID, um, like I said earlier, more gentle on myself. Um, definitely a little bit more mellow. And that's that's. I know that sounds so strange because this is a stressful time, but it just, I just my response to this was just a little bit different than you know the norm. After. <laughs> It's, it's going to be a balance of both of ambitious Gwen mm. and also I need to, you know, have his self-care and not be guilty about it. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's a really beautiful point. Yeah. Very, very beautiful. Okay. How about you? Um, hmm. That's a good question. I think pre-COVID Salim was scared. He was scared of his power. Like, it's so funny. Like, during COVID, I realized how much power I had. And I realized how much I affected people. Because when I went missing for a period, they were like, where you at? Mm-hmm. Where this workshop at? What you doing? You real quiet. And I'm like, wait, what? You're checking for me? Like, I had no, I, I had no idea. <laughs> but it's in knowing that power that I was like, Oh, oh, this is the thing. Mm-hmm. This is who I am. This is the core of my business. So I think pre before I was, I was unaware and I was, I was very frightened by that. And during, it was a period of acceptance, not only of who I was, um, but also what my business was becoming and how many people were nurturing that. And by not working, I wasn't honoring them in that way. Um, and telling more of the truth is really, really important. And realizing that writing itself isn't a linear process. Like I thought it was, you get the idea, you write the story, that's it. No, it's, you get the idea, you don't write for two days, you come back at it, you delete two pages, but then you have like this, 
this great moment where you're like, oh, that shit is real. Because mm-hmm. writing isn't about the words, it's about the feeling that it creates, the vibe, the music, the soul, the integrity, the energy that it has. So it was moving from fear to acceptance. And then I want peace. So yes. on the other side of COVID, I want peace. Yes. I want my land. I want Black people. I want to have a festival someday. I want to have a Black market where all of us artisans come together. And we have this opening um, of just a beautiful moment and time where our work is no longer performative. We're paid what we're worth. We're unified. And we're building wealth. That's it. That's it. That's all. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm moving to. But it's so funny how I had to get so shaken up. And I think we all did during this time to get to these particular moments of honesty and truth. Real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. <laughs> Don't mind the silence, y'all. I'm just processing. <laughs> That's love. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing once you um once you're honest with yourself, you know? It is. It is. It is. Really, really is. And I think the thing that's really helped with that is my spirituality. So like you said, walks for me. Walking out in nature, that's church. Having my altar lit with my candle. So on my altar, I've got my pictures of my family, my ancestors who have passed on. You always have a glass of water. Um, I always have, if I have a craving for Mm -hmm. something and it's something I don't normally eat, I feel like it's my ancestors. So I put that on the altar as well. Well, whether it's food, um, smoke. Cause my listen, my ancestors love to party. So you got to have that on there. They do. Yeah. Listen, weed, cigars, or otherwise, whatever it might be, alcohol, wine, brown liquor, yeah. all that stuff. Because you know you have to. They're hungry. They're thirsty. They want yeah. certain things. Um, but then also praying loudly. Because sometimes the spirits are hard of hearing. You need to pray and not. Because sometimes you know people say shut mouth pray, silent prayer is fine. But when you're at your altar and you're going through it, speak it. Say it and then offer that space, not only for your friends and family, but your community to come and lay their burdens down as well, because the ancestors are waiting for us. They're literally right there waiting beyond the veil to help us through all of this. You don't have to go at it alone. They're here. So never keep your altar cold. Always have a candle lit to allow spirit in. Always have water to refresh um, and give them a bit of respite and always clear your auric field, whether with Florida water, um, your essential oils, whatever that might be. Um, and if they want to fight for you, have a knife on the table. <laughs> <laughs> so you come from a creative family? Uh, I would say, I would say, yeah. I had to sit in that for a second. Creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they don't, well, the thing is, they don't honor it as much as they should. Because huh? you know, we as black people, we're, we're a gift. Like our laughter is music. Our dance is light. Our intelligence is like, it's downloads from from source. Like it's all this, this bountiful energy. And it's one of those things when my dad, like he he honors his creativity, but it's like after a long work week, he'll go downstairs and beat the drums until he sweats. Or if him and his friends come over and he's a little little toasted, a little bit of wine in him, (laughs) they'll make music. Like they'll just be down in the studio just creating. Um, and my mom, she has the sight. Like, I'm pretty sure she does. Like, Mm -hmm. she just has 
that sight, like that psychic vision. She has dreams and all this kind of stuff, but she doesn't honor it as much as she should. My sister, she can run her own company, but she's working for someone else. Um, my brothers are all warriors. They're all strong in all varying different ways. They all have varying superpowers, um, but they're creative. They're writers, they're rappers, they're comedians. Um, I just wish they honored it more. But I realize mm -hmm. our work, the three of us, is honoring our creativity as beacons so they know that they can too. And I think a lot of time we have resistance from family members mm -hmm. because they don't understand why we're so forthright mm -hmm. and how we're so sure. And I think that's when we get into, well, why are you going through that? Mm -hmm. What's that mean? Why are you wearing that? Why you cut your hair? Mm -hmm. Why are you going to London? Mm -hmm. Why are you sitting with a typewriter in the middle of nowhere? Why are you walking around barefoot oh, in the no. forest? Oh, They don't get it. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, the authenticity of who we are allows other people to be more authentic. This is true. And we have to be receptive to that too and answer all their questions. And when they give us those kind of responses, we answer with a smile. And you go, this is what I do for my business. This mm -hmm. is what I do to serve me. This is my self-care. Mm -hmm. This is my religion. Mm -hmm. This is my business. Yeah, man. And when you're ready to get here, I'm going to take you with me. That's it. So yes, my family is creative, um, but I have to be the first creative person so they can find their own creativity and we can grow together. So I got a little something, something for y'all uh, at the end of each video, sporadically placed sometimes, will be a coupon code that y'all can use, which is lovingly, lovingly titled Pele Posse. That's going to be in all caps. It's going to have a dot in the middle, like Pele.design. It's going to be Pele.posse. So, you know, just a little something, something as a thank you for listening. And, you know, yeah.